the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Anderson, we're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, uh, watching me on Facebook Live, at Anderson Speaks is my address there. Or, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast. Second in the entire country, WAVA. 105.1 FM right here in the nation's capital. It's open phone and Friday. That means that this show is all about you today. Whatever you want to ask me, you can ask me, uh, whether it's race or religion or relationships, education, politics, money, whatever it is you want to talk to me about, uh, I serve uh, at your pleasure on Fridays at this time. Uh, This is how we normally roll. And of course, if you know, then you can say it with me. Marriage Mondays. Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone and Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about today is fair game. I sure hope you received my uh, my Friday morning text-spiration. You can get one every Friday morning, a shot in the arm of uh, inspiration when I get up. And I'd love to send it to you as well. If you haven't already joined, all you got to do is text me the word inspire 50555 text the word inspire to 50555 my number live in studio is 888-432-7434 888-43-BRIDGE give me a call ask me any question uh, that you want to I can address any question I can't answer any question Uh, But we know the one who has all the answers, don't we? And we've got the good book right here. I always carry it with me, my sword of the Lord, and some wonderful listeners who are pretty bright as well. So I think together we might be able to point you in the right direction. I'm going to open for a word of prayer, and then I'm going to take your calls. If you're thinking about calling, now's the time. Get in where you fit in. This hour goes so very quickly, doesn't it? And I want to serve each and every one of you. So call me now at 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity you give us to connect with one another and uh, help me help others and help others help me as we continue our ongoing bridge building conversations. In Jesus' name we pray. Together, everyone said, Amen and Amen. If you want to get a hold of me other ways, go to andersonspeaks.com or embrace 
gracism.com. Big shout out to Montreal, manager over there at KNG Men's Clothing Store, women's clothing store as well. Thank you for always hooking me up as well. Christopher's Barber Studio gives me that fresh fade. I love them. They're in Elkridge, Maryland, christophersbarberstudio.com. And then if you need waterproofing, bestbuywaterproofing.com. But don't wait for the water to come in. Get the free inspection while you can. Go to bestbuywaterproofing.com and tell them Dr. Anderson sent you. All right, let's go to Fairfax, Virginia, and talk to Desmond, who's on the line. Hey, Desmond, Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? I'm blessed and highly favored, Dr. Anderson. God bless you. How are you, sir? Oh, God bless you back. I'm so very well, and I'm so glad you called me. You're my first caller today. Tell me what you're thinking. Well, um, I was on the line yesterday, but I couldn't get in. Okay. But I'm, I'm just thinking that not just that I love your program, you started off with prayer, uh, and you're a believer, and you're a pastor. Yeah. And why is it that we have churches, okay, uh-huh. here in the U.S. and elsewhere, who claim to be followers of Jesus, mm-hmm. and Jesus has, and followers of Jesus have the rules in the Bible, and yet still they want to do something else. Mm, like I mean, what? what, what is mean? it about denominations? Mm-hmm. Why is it not about denomination? It should be about having a personal relationship with Jesus. Right. What do we mean when we say we follow Jesus? Mm. You know, yeah. I, I just want to pose that to you because people are listening. Yeah. And people are watching us. We say we are Christians and we don't do what Christ is. Yeah, now what are you what are you specifically thinking? Are you thinking just generally or are you thinking more specifically you're starting to see people who profess Jesus Christ but they don't live it out or What's under your question? Because I hear a sense of frustration, but I also hear you wanting me to to speak to maybe other people who might be listening. So I want to make sure I hit the ball out the park and get it accurate. So what's under that for me? Okay. If if you were Jesus and you come back and you see people saying, I'm a follower of you, Jesus, and you're not doing the right, what would you do? Gotcha. Well, if I were Jesus, I'd say, uh, you know, excuse me, sir, you say you're following me, but I don't see it in your life. Maybe you're not following me, or maybe I don't even know you. <laughs> and, uh, maybe that's what Jesus would say to many people today, Desmond. Uh, this is why it's so important to be saved, first of all, to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And the only way you can know him as Lord and Savior is by making a decision by faith to say, Jesus, I'm a sinner. Come into my life. Cleanse me of my sins, and I, now I'm going to follow you by faith. Help me follow you better. And I think for those who do that and who grow in him can truly be good followers of Christ. But sometimes the reality is we get tricked, we get uh, deceived, we fall into sin, and as a result of that, we don't please God. And so I think the goal for believers is that we want to please God, we want to put a smile on his face, and we want to be quick to confess our sins before him when we don't get it right. Would you agree with that, Desmond? Oh, yeah, I absolutely agree. And, you know, in, in John's Gospel, chapter 8, mm-hmm. I think it's 31 and 32, Jesus said there, he said, if you, if, he says, he says um, if, you, if you abide by my word, uh-huh. really, you will become my disciples. Yeah. And you will know the truth, mm-hmm. and the truth will set, set you free. free. That is so true. And he's talking to the people who know him. 
Well, you know, so truth. I think yeah. it behoves the church. It behoves the church mm-hmm. when we see others not doing it right to to either gently correct them and pray for them, but above all, yeah. fast and pray because yeah. some changes can only take place with fasting and praying. You said a good word there, Desmond. I'm going to let you go, and let me just say I agree with you so very much. Thank you, my friend. Uh, that uh, you know the truth will set us free, believers as well as unbelievers, and so we need the Holy Spirit to help us. And I like the word gently. You've got to gently correct people, but we can't be judges. And sometimes we move from gentle uh, to judges, and we've got to be very, very careful that we stay gentle uh, and we let God do his job. He's the judge. We're not. And uh, don't look too much at other people because uh, you may be surprised uh, somebody's looking at you, and you may not always be as uh, uh, good as you think you are. So I think it's good for all of us to not see ourselves any more highly than we ought, but to remain humble before God. Uh, because the reality is uh, when we compare ourselves, not to others, but to Christ, we all fall short, don't we? Hey, listen, you are in tune with Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm coming right back to you. You better get in while you can. 888-843-BRIDGE. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook. What is multicultural ministry? How does it affect me? Why is it important? If you want to know the answers to these and many other questions, then the Multicultural Ministry Handbook is a must-read. This story was modeled on the pioneering planting of Bridgeway Community Church, where founding pastor Dr. David Anderson had the vision for a dynamic, diverse, grace-filled place. Authored by a group of folks who've been doing ministry together for many years, this book is a testimony of personal journeys and practical ideas for any church with the desire to do life as God would have us do it. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook, published by InterVarsity Press, can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com or Andersonspeaks.com. Have you ever walked into your basement and there was that smell? You weren't quite sure what it was, mold, mildew, cracks, or blistered paint in your walls? Well, listen, you need to call Best Buy Waterproofing. They'll come by, give you a free inspection, and they'll let you know, is it water wreaking havoc on the foundation of your home? They have more than 30 years of experience, and they're ready to give you and all my listeners a free basement inspection. All you got to do is give them a call, 844-980-3707. One more time, here's the number, 844-980-3707, or check them out at bestbuywaterproofing.com. And by the way, if you do business with them, they'll donate $500 to support my radio ministry. So give them a call, Best Buy Waterproofing. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out our previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. 
To join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm taking your calls. It's open phone and Friday. So today's show is all about you. Let's go to Roger in Elkridge, Maryland. Hi, Roger. Thanks for calling. This is Dr. Anderson. How can I serve you? Hello, Dr. Anderson. Um, I'm calling. Um, first, I'd like to make a comment mm-hmm. about uh, the conversation that there, I think there was a recorded, uh, recorded program yesterday, and it was regarding the baptism in the name of Jesus. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, and um. I actually, uh, I grew up in, in church, and uh, I grew up, uh, uh, but then my parents came to America, so I came as a, as a very young uh, child as well. I was only about 12 years old, and, uh, okay. you know, we kind of, you know, my parents kind of started just working and, and trying to work, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. they got out of church, and then uh, at 28, I came back to church, and uh, I got baptized, and everything I was taught in the name of Jesus. It was like uh-huh. my parents never really... um never really, you know, they kind of let me, uh, you know, they just kind of abandoned us as a, in a spiritual life, you know, I guess mm-hmm. just working, trying to make a earning money. It's nothing that I have against. I did at some point, but not anymore. Thanks to God for that. Okay, <laughs> cool, cool. Um, but, um, you know, I came to church. They actually back in church. Uh, I came to church five years ago and everything is in the name of Jesus. I'm, I was baptized in the name of Jesus. Okay, good. Uh, pray in the name of Jesus, of course. And But I really like what you, you know, the, what you explained to the uh, caller uh, yesterday and the scriptures mm-hmm. you gave. Um, you know, and um, I, I think that when you are in that, in that church that is everything in the name of Jesus, they teach you that it has to be. It's not, it feels yeah. like that's the only people that are going to heaven. Yeah, and, and and I felt I felt like it was really good that you explained that to well, to, to to us. Well, good. I'm glad uh, it brought some clarification. I mean, of course, anything we do in Jesus's name is important. The good news is, is when you're in Christ, everything you do is under you know name has to do with authority, and so uh, when you do it in Jesus's name, that means you're doing it under Jesus's authority. And baptism is really about standing up and say, "Guess what? I am a follower of Jesus, and I'm not ashamed of it." And so when we're baptized in His name. Hey. Uh, you know, whether it's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, or whether it's just the Son's name, Jesus Christ, the Lord already knows. If if you are standing up in his name, uh, amen and amen, right? <laughs> amen, amen. Praise God for that. Amen. And I really yeah. love the way, uh, the way, I felt like it was through the, through God. Mm-hmm. But I have another another question real quick, and I'm not going to take too much of you okay. guys' time. Um, my other question, <laughs> it's only, um, it's regarding... Um, See when I when I went back to church and I and I was baptized in the name of Jesus and everything, mm-hmm. um, I was told that basically if you don't speak in tongues in tongues, yeah, if you don't speak in tongues, you are not going to heaven. Right. Um, you know the the pastor gives us an example in uh, sure. in the book of Acts chapter two, I believe it is, mm-hmm. that they were all sitting when they just received the Holy Spirit. And, yeah, and I try, 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 try to speak in tongues and I never could do that. Um, there was one time within five years that I really felt the presence of God. It, well, let me uh, let me address it. Was really, let me address it quickly because I I'm can't sorry. take too much longer. But I think I got your question, or at least your comment. Bottom line is, you do not have to speak in in tongues as evidence of uh, salvation. All right. Now, there's some people who do speak in tongues, and that's fine as a prayer language, or if God gives them a special tongue 
uh, to speak, that's fine. No problem. Uh, but if it's in a public assembly in church or whatever, uh, then there needs to be interpreters and things of that sort, according to 1 Corinthians 14. But so far as salvation is concerned, you don't have to speak in tongues to be saved. Um, there are a couple of verses that you see that because the book of Acts was really a transitional book from the Gospels to the epistles. It was the first century church, and the Holy Spirit was active in a very special way to show signs and wonders to solidify the, the, the church of Jesus Christ. Okay, So that was the inauguration of the church, and the Holy Spirit was moving in very specific ways as signs and wonders to a world that has never seen it before. Um, but there's not enough evidence in Scripture besides one or two small verses uh, that says, in order to be saved, you must speak in tongues. In fact, there's nowhere there. I mean, you just see some descriptions of it, uh, but uh, that's about it. I mean, again, Acts 2.38 and a couple of others. But listen, man, don't worry about trying to speak in tongues. Worry about trying to walk and follow Jesus. And whatever gifts the Holy Spirit wants to give you, use those for him. Tongues is just one, one of like almost 20 different gifts, spiritual gifts. So the Lord is going to give his gifts out to his people the way he wants. So somebody who has the gift of tongues, they ought to speak in it. But somebody who has the gift of, of leadership or the gift of, of mercy, they ought to exercise those gifts. So exercise the gifts God has given you and don't try to do other people's gifts. How's that sound? Amen. Praise God for that. <laughs> and, uh, and, and just, just to, uh, to add to the comment, if you don't mind. Um, uh, real quickly, because I got to go and I got a couple of people hanging on you. Sure. I want to get sure, them sure. in. I, 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 I really feel that that um, sometimes it feels like some other people get more into the into the Holy Spirit in churches a lot of times. Then I feel like uh, I have to fight, fight, fight to 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 get that that feeling. And yeah. sometimes I feel like some people just don't even have to work too much for it. So I don't know if that's to do with yeah, you don't know, being able to speak in tongues or not. Yeah, don't worry about trying to get the feeling other people have. Worry about surrendering to the Holy Spirit. Listen, you have all the Holy Spirit you're going to get. Period. You don't get any more Holy Spirit. Okay, so don't keep trying to get more of the Holy Spirit. Here's what's happening. The Holy Spirit is trying to get more of you. Holy Spirit don't have a problem. You, you got all you're going to get. The question is, does he have all you? He, he's trying to get. So we're trying to get more spirit. The Spirit's trying to get more of us. So, Roger, the Spirit wants more of you. It's about surrendering to the Spirit that's already been given to you. So don't even worry about trying to get more of him. Uh, let him get more of you. And that comes through surrender. That comes through submission. Don't compare yourself to other people. That will ruin you every single day. You got me? Amen. All right. Thank you, sir. All right, my brother. Hey, listen, I'll talk to you later. Let me go ahead and move on to Fredericksburg, Maryland. I think that's where I am. Hello, Vernetta. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you? Vernetta? Virginia. Okay, Fredericksburg, Virginia. My bad. That was wrong in front of me here. But I see it now, Vernetta, and I got you on the line. I'm so glad I do. What's your comment or question, please? I just want to ask, I am a flag worshiper, and uh, I'm Holy Spirit-filled. I am a minister, mm -hmm. a new minister, actually, almost two years, and I do believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. What I wanted to ask was, <clears throat> I have an ex-boyfriend, and I've been abstinent and, and following the Lord in that way, and I absolutely love, I love that. How do we help another person if he's not... Um, following the Lord in that way. In other words, he says, I'm Christian, but he is not following the Lord. Do I wait for him? Because he is not um, following the same way as, as I am, and I don't want to go back into my vomit, um, and that's just the way I look at that. Is he a believer? 
is a believer, yes. Okay, but he's just not following the Lord at the same uh, level as you are, the same commitment level as you are. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, yes. Okay. Not that he doesn't love the Lord and believe. He mm-hmm. was Muslim from Africa, mm-hmm. and now he's been here for 22 years, and he's Christian. Mm-hmm. He just, you know, believes in sex before marriage and those type of things, and I do not. Understood. And um, so, it's just a conflict. So we take become a, better friends now. We're not dating. I understand, and I'm, I'm proud of you for that. Let me ask you now, if you took away the sex part, like let's just say he, he says, okay, I'm willing to wait. And does he have all the other things that you would say, man, this would be a great guy to be married to, to surrender my life to, to submit under, to, to support? Would this be the kind of guy you'd want to be with for the rest of your life? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, We've been friends five years now, and uh, I, I like him. And I, maybe it's because I know him and he knows me a little bit more. Um, but we're good friends. Yeah. He'll do anything for me well, don't at let the, the end of that road. Then if that's the case, Vernetta, in my opinion, based on the information you're giving me, don't let the sex thing throw you off. Um, and the reason I say that, it has nothing to do with his commitment. It has to do with his, his appetite. All right? And he's a man. Right. He has an appetite. He's trying to hold on and wait for you. How long are you going to make him wait? And what I mean by that is not go have sex with him. What I mean by that is why don't you marry the guy? Get premarital counseling. If everything that this man has is what you want, and he's a good guy, he, he's following the Lord, but he's got this great appetite. Don't hold that against him. Because once that appetite is fulfilled, now y'all can go build your life. So now if you were to tell me, no, he's not really walking with the Lord. He doesn't love Jesus. And he wants to have sex. That's a different story. But I'm just telling you, he's probably all pent up. He's a man. And, uh, you know. No, I I understand that. And I don't want to burn. You know, I I understand that scripture. But he doesn't want to get married right now. He wants to finish his career and become an architect. Oh, I see. How old is he? I'm waiting for him to finish school. How old is he? 43, 42. Yeah, that's going to take forever. How long is he talking? He won't say. I don't even yeah, know okay. when he's going to graduate. Yeah, that that may then that may yeah. be an issue because then now we're 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 talking about uh, uh, this ongoing schooling that could take five years. Uh, yeah, right. you you're going to be waiting for five years or frustrating him for five years when you could be married to somebody else. Uh, he has to make a decision now. If he was 23 instead of 43, it's a different story. I'd be saying, well, you know what, figure, right. figure out a way right. to 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 help accelerate his education. But at this point. He needs to be ready to get married. If y'all been friends for 20 years and he's not ready yet, he's not going to be ready. Five years. Five. Oh, oh, y'all been friends for five years. Yeah, he's, but he's 43. Has he ever been married before? I was married before, yes. I have children. Um, I'm, I am divorced. Okay. Um, but, you know, I just don't hang out. I work. Yeah. I'm a police officer, so I work. Yeah. I come home. I go to church. And I flag. I, I just flag worship, and I, I absolutely love it. But Well, the I question is how long are you willing to wait? I do. That's really the question. How long are you willing to wait? Oh. That's what you have to ask yourself and answer for yourself. You may not have that answer right now, but it's something I want you to reflect on even after we get off the air. How long am I willing to wait? Maybe I'm willing to wait another two years or another year or another five years. That's a question that only you can answer, uh, but I think it's one you should answer. How old are you now? I'm 50. Okay, so you're 50. He's 43. Uh, ask yourself the question right now, how long do I want to wait? Because you could be 55 before you know it. And then dude is got his architect degree and he done moved off and got somebody else who's 38. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just saying if you, if you know, if you're 50 years old and you're thinking about it, you've known him for five years, he's a good guy. 
I'd really want to ask myself the question, how long am I willing to wait? And then, uh, you know, kind of ask him, when, when, when are you willing to really make a decision here? Uh, and if he says after school, well, when do you think you'll be done with school? When you're 48? When you're 50? When you're 45? I, I really need to be thinking about this. And this way you won't get yourself all uh, emotionally entangled with a guy uh, who, at the end of the day, really doesn't want to marry you. He just wants to be friends. And that is great if that's what you guys want. Uh, but you should know that, and it should be very clear so, you know, you're not double-minded. Right. Is that helpful to you? I got you. Yes, it was. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You God got bless. it, my sister. Blessings to you. Well, it's not always what you want to hear, but I try to do my best with real talk, and that's uh, that's some real talk there. And you know what? Uh, love relationships. Sometimes uh, if somebody's not ready, it's not their season, you got to move on. You want to know what's funny, though? You move on, and then they see you moving on, and all of a sudden they're like, yo, 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 ho, 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 you know what? I'm ready. <laughs> so there you have it, 888-432-7434. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'll be right back in just three minutes. The all-new Secret Keeper Girls Masterpiece World Tour is coming to the Largo Community Church for one evening on Tuesday, May 8th at 6.30 p.m. This two-and-a-half-hour live event is a Bible-based connecting experience for moms, aunts, grandmothers, and their tween girls ages 7 to 12. Along with biblical teaching and live worship, there will be beach ball competitions, confetti cannons, balloon sculptures, and mother-daughter conversation times, all within an atmosphere of high energy and fun. Listen how moms and tween girls from around the country have been blessed. It's really high energy, and um, the girls love that. We definitely acted crazy that night, and I felt God loved them. To register online, go to LargoCC.org or call 301-249-2255. That's LargoCC.org. Okay, so the big question for any decision you're going to make, is this actually going to work? Well, if you've heard about MediShare, which is a brilliant way of sharing health care costs, you may have wondered that. Does it work? Well, so did Dr. Stuart Hoover, who initially joined to save a lot of money, the typical family saves about $500 a month. Stuart saved even more. When we first joined uh, MediShare, we were immediately going from a little over $1,600 a month down to uh, $460 basically a month. So that's wonderful. But then his wife needed emergency surgery and the bills added up to $160,000. So we were seeing the bills coming in and then the bills were being paid portions were being shared. And the end result of this is this bill was taken care of. Yes, MediShare works. And it's so easy to get your questions answered too. So why not? You can call right now. 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Do you have money in the stock market? Are you watching it bounce all over the place? While you're focused on the short-term movement, you might actually be missing what time it really is. We are late in the business cycle. Interest rates are flying higher, and overvalued stocks and bonds are going to come down. It's time for a new strategy, gold. 
My name's Adam Barada. I'm the founder of goldisabetterway.com. And I'm so certain gold is going higher in price and going to outperform stocks and bonds. I've created the world's first gold retirement protection platform ever built. If you have an IRA or 401k, I want to give you free access. Once you see this, you'll have no choice but to agree. And all you need to do is call for your special code. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. On a recorded line, you'll get a special code. You can join the site for free. No salespeople, no rigmarole. Just call 800-900-8000. Get your code. Get it now. Gold is a better way. Gold is a better way. Gold is a better way.com. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Guess what? Good news. Uh, you know, uh, Andrew is the leader of a company, Andrew Altman. He's the leader of a company where he goes into people's homes. He looks at the foundation and the base of their homes to make sure that the foundation is secure and the walls are secure so you do not get water when it rains. All right. And so make sure that you don't have critters down there and to make sure that the mildew uh, or asbestos, all these other things that happen in your walls that you don't know about. He does free inspections for my listeners. And he just got a call from one of my listeners, which, of course, I am so glad about. He, We called him, okay, and my wife uh, had him go down in our basement. <laughs> and we really did think everything was great. I mean, we have a great home. We put in two sump pumps. We're good, right? Uh, but sure enough, when we uh, had him install this backup battery, uh, we noticed that there was water sitting down in the base. Uh, and so they were able to dig a hole and put some things out. And now, you know, we have the water going away from the house and everything is working great. My wife is happy. Guess what? Your wife will be happy. Your husband will be happy because I can tell you what a flooded basement looks like. We've had it. Trust me. So thank you, Andrew Altman from Best Buy Waterproofing. If you want more information, you give them a call too. 844-980-3707. 844-980-3707. That's bestbuywaterproofing.com. All right, now if you want to call me, it's open phone and Friday, so we can talk about whatever's on your heart, whatever the Lord is leading you to ask me, this would be the time to call. 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to Mike. He's on the line in Bowie, Maryland. Hey, Mike, this is Dr. Anderson. How are you, sir? Fine. How are you doing, Dr. Anderson? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging on. What are you thinking today, my friend? Well, I was thinking about a scripture, a couple of scriptures somebody told me, and it, it sort of confused me a little. Okay. I noted in, uh, in the Old Testament, God was basically just dealing with Israel, right? For the most part, yes. Okay. Seemed like for all the part, but at any rate. Well, yeah, but but really, he's, in but really he's dealing with all of us right. through Israel. That's what I want you to, when I say most part, remember, it's only up till Genesis 12. When you get to Genesis 12, that's when he calls Abraham and begins this work through the Jews. But prior uh, to that, you had... You know, it wasn't just the Jews. It was Adam and Eve all the way up until the Jews. And there were a lot of generations there. So I just want to make sure you don't think it's just for the Jews. Okay, go ahead. Okay, because what, 
you know, during the flood, I guess he killed everybody except for the people that came from Adam. So, but either way, in Matthew fifteen twenty four, what does it mean when Jesus says he was only sent for the lost sheep of uh, Israel? Okay, so He's only he only came for them. What is what is he meaning when he? Well, because he was the Messiah coming only for the lost sheep of Israel, but remember they uh, rejected him, uh, and so as a result, he moved to bring salvation to all the Gentiles. Really what it means is the Jew first. That's another way to put it. The okay, Jew so, first and then the okay, Gentiles, but, like in uh, Romans okay. chapter 1. Okay, but Matthew, Mark, and Peter, and those guys didn't reject him, right? And no, they, they were Jews. That's right, and they didn't. And then they said, and, and there were thousands of Jews that followed him that believed. It, it, it says that, so... Yeah, but there was a whole lot of Jews that the the Jewish people. There were a lot of them that didn't. In fact, they many of them crucified him. Not only you know, but many of them did. And so this is why it's so important to understand that even to this day there are many Jews uh, that uh, don't believe in Jesus. In fact, you have uh, many Muslims that believe in Jesus, uh, but Jews don't. Uh, and so this is why we got to reach out to all well, you mean people. The Jewish. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Saying, you mean the people that are Jewish? Yeah. Yeah, he, the Jewish people you said don't believe. In. Yeah, okay, he, they aren't. They aren't necessarily the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, right? And yeah, they are. I believe that the Hebrew line, all all the way from Abraham, we all kind of go back to it. But there is a, a Jewish nation that comes out of when you get Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. When you get to uh, Isaac and Ishmael, you kind of make a turn through Isaac, uh, and through Isaac, that line continues all the way through Jesus. And so there is a Jewish line, all right, a Jewish ethnic a group. Jew, a, a Jew line, but not Jewish. Say, if I say I'm coming on your show at five-ish, that doesn't mean five, right? That means something like five. Okay, right? you're using different language here. When we talk about five-ish, we're talking about American lingo, okay? When we say Jewish, we're talking about the ethnic group. Those are two different issues. And if okay. I say Ishmael, that's a, that's a, hang on. If I say, because I don't want people to be twisted by the words. If you say Ishmael, that's different than Jewish, and that's different than 2018 when we say, I'll see you at five-ish. So you can't take all the ishes and make them one uh, same meaning. Okay. Because I was saying, I, I was reading uh, a book by this guy, Arthur Kessler, a Jewish historian who was going to trace back the, the, you know, the, the, their civilization, and at the end of the day, the book is called The 13th Tribe because he's saying they are, he found that they're not, they, they, they took on uh, Judaism as a religion in the 7th century. So they're not necessarily, they're not the direct descendants. Well, no, when you get to the 7th century, now you're getting to Muhammad. But listen to me. It was a Jewish message by a Jewish Messiah written in a Jewish manuscript. And it's very clear and very plain in Romans 1.16, where it makes it very clear. I am okay. not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes, first you, then for the Gentile. Listen, I got to run. I got to break, but I'm coming right back. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. 
The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diglu Hailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Hey, listeners, are you wondering how you can stay in touch with TV radio personality Dr. David Anderson? Well, here's a little secret. You can download the Gracism app. The Gracism app allows you to connect with Dr. Anderson's social media pages and sponsors. You can see all of his past interviews and shows. You can purchase any of Dr. Anderson's five books using the Gracism app. There's just one more little secret I forgot to tell you. If you call during the live broadcast Monday through Friday using the Gracism app, you qualify to win one of Dr. Anderson's books. You can find the Gracism app on the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. This is DJ Dynasty signing off. And remember, G-R-A-C-ism. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law, and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm back, and I'm so glad to be hanging with you. We have 15 minutes together, so let's go ahead and do this. 888-432-7434. Anything you want to talk to me about is fair game. Ask me any question you want. Doesn't mean I can answer it, but I surely can address it, and I've got God's word and uh, some really smart people uh, that are listening as well. They always try to help me out, you know. Here's my number, 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go to Rockville, Maryland, and talk to Dora, who's on the line. Hi, Dora. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm fine, Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking? I just wanted to kind of say something to the last female caller. Yes. I just wanted her to know that sometimes when you've been married before and you're older and you tend to find someone after divorce, you may think that it's not a good thing to leave them as they hold on to you or you hold on to them. I was in a similar situation for five years. I dated someone after marriage, uh-huh. and I had to advise myself, and yeah. I let go. And when I did, it opened doors for me, uh-huh. and it's been six years since I left him, and I'm remarried, and he's still single. Mm. Wow, okay. And so sometimes it's best to let go yeah. so that you can just concentrate on 
way. If he's the one, yeah. he's going to come back, and then when he comes, he'll marry you. If yeah. he's not the one, the right one will come to you. Hey, Dora. But you have to let them go first. I have, yes. a, I have a question. Um, when you are older, sure. older single woman, like, uh, how old are you? I'm 52. So when you're 52 years old and you're single, maybe you've been married before, how does it feel? It feels kind of awkward because, you know, sometimes the men who approach you may seem a little younger. Uh huh. And when you open up yourself, you realize that age really doesn't matter and mm. that some of the younger ones are really mature than the older ones. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yes. All right. And then, like, how young would you go, Dora? Well, I had a principle that I lived by for all my years not to go, not to even date anyone that I was older than. And that was what I lived by mm. until God changed my directions and my thoughts. Hmm. And so right now it's five years. Okay, that's not I'm bad. I'm married to five years younger than my husband, and you can't even tell because he's really matured in wisdom and in appearance, and it, mm. we're just almost perfect match. Oh, wow. Now, if you were to go older, how much older would you go, you think, as a 52-year-old single woman? I was looking for 55, maybe 55 or 60. That's what I was looking for <laughs> for my age. Okay. All right. Well, what's cool about you, Dora, is you kind of have an idea. You kind of have a, a vision and an idea there of what you want. So I think that's part of it, too, is knowing what you want, right? Exactly. Knowing what you want. But first of all, you have to let God direct you. That's it. Mm, amen to that. Wow. Well, that's some good wisdom. Thanks a lot for hanging with me today. Okay, Miss Dora? Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. God bless you. Hey, listen, if you want to talk to me, I still have a couple minutes and uh, a couple lines are remaining open. So if you want to get in, now is the time. 888-432-7434. It's open phone in Friday. So anything you want to talk to me about, it's all on you. If the Lord is leading you to give me a call, you know, this is the time. Uh, maybe I have a word for you. Uh, you just never know, do you? So uh, you have not because you ask not. I tell people that all the time. You have not because you ask not. And I also t uh, teach, uh, and one of the uh, young men, ministers that I've been mentoring, uh, picked something up from me yesterday, and now we've, we've probably learned this lesson about three or four times. And then the people who travel with me learn this lesson. But I always say don't, let, uh, don't take people's no away from them. So there's a little lesson for you. Don't take people's no away from them. And so ask, and if you get a no, you get a no. But what happens is sometimes we just don't ask because we're presuming a no. We were on a trip about a week ago, and uh, we knew that we wanted to go to this restaurant, but we knew we'd be late. The kitchen closes at 10. Uh, we probably wouldn't get there to 10.15. And so the folk in the car were like, well, we can't go to that restaurant. And I'm like, no, that's not true. Let's call them and ask them. And if they say no, then they say no. But don't take away their no. And so here it is about uh, 930, and we're about 45 minutes away on this traveling journey. And we call, get them on the phone, and we tell them, listen, we're 45 minutes away. We really want your, uh, your food. We heard your restaurant's great in your city. Uh, and we want to know if we can maybe put an order in now or, or get our seating reserved now. And as soon as we get there, we'll be ready to go. You can even take my credit card now if you want. 
And they said, no, Dr. Anson, we don't even need your credit card. Uh, we believe you. You're on your way. What would you like? And so sure enough, we got there. It was 10-15, 10-20. They already had the appetizers ready, and we had a great time. And that was just one of many examples of not taking away the no. Uh, but w let me tell you why we don't ask. We don't ask because we're afraid someone's going to say no. And maybe they will. But check it out. Even if they do, big deal. Does the no hurt you? It doesn't. And so uh, there was somebody else I said I wanted to take on a journey with me, but I had looked at uh, his schedule and knew he was all busy, so surely he's not going to be able to go with me. And so sure enough, I used my own principle. I said, why am I saying no for him? I'm looking at his schedule, seeing he's busy tomorrow, so clearly he's going to say no. Well, guess what? texted him, and I said, hey, do you want to go with me X, Y, and Z? And he wrote back within 60 seconds and said, absolutely. <laughs> he was ready to clear his schedule so he could hang with me. But I almost didn't even ask him because I was presuming he was busy instead of allowing him to say his own no. Here's a lesson for you on a Friday. Let people say their own no. Don't take their no from them. If, they're gonna, if somebody's going to say no, it's not going to be because I didn't ask. I'm going to ask and let them say no as opposed to not asking. I'll give you one more example. And by the way, if you want to call me, you can, 888-843-BRIDGE. Let me give you one more example. I remember we were in uh, another country and the team that was with me. We wanted to go to this tallest building in the world. There was a long, long line and a sign at the end of the line that says uh, the, the place is closed. And we were in Dubai. The place is closed. Uh, it won't open again till Tuesday. Now, it's Friday. The line is long. The sign is, says they're closed. They've been closed for 30 minutes, but you can see the line. Uh, and then my team was like, hey, we can't get in. Sorry, we leave on Sunday, so we'll miss it. And I said, well, why can't we get in? You know what their response was? There's a sign that says that they're closed. Well, who cares? Go ask them. So went up to the front, asked the guy, said, hey, we're from America. We're leaving on Sunday. The sign says you're closed. Uh, and I know that uh, we're 30 minutes late, but uh, can we get in? Guy said, well, uh, it's already closing, so there's nothing we're going to be able to do about it. I said, well, listen, how about if I give you a little bit of extra money and you let us come to the front of the line? Do you know that guy said, sure, go get your team. Got my team. We went to the front of the line, and they put us in the express side, so we were able to enjoy the best part of the, of the tower that we were going to. Somebody ought to say amen. Why? Because if we would have let the sign tell us no, as opposed to letting the person tell us no, we would have missed the blessing of seeing something that was a beautiful sight. So there's your Friday lesson. It's not even an inspirational text. It's just a word that has come to me to share with you, and that is don't take away other people's no. Let them say no for themselves. You ask, and you'll be surprised how many people will do the things you ask. Listen, if you ask 10 times, 10 things, and 50% say no, that means 50% said yes. If out of those 10 times you didn't ask, then 100% say no. So 50% is not bad. The word says you have not because you ask not. Coming right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Living in the back of this car, I wound up in this place. Never should have gotten this far. I was such a fool to run away. I can't believe I'm digging through this trash. Back home, I had a seat at the table. The only thing that's on 
This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. Recent polls suggest 70% of Democrats support impeachment of President Trump, a preference ignoring obvious lessons from the recent past. Andrew Johnson was impeached in 1868 during his last months in office, and he wasn't running for re-election. Then, with Richard Nixon a century later, momentum against him proved so powerful that he resigned before voters went to the polls for midterms. Only Bill Clinton faced congressional elections in the midst of an impeachment crisis, and he became the only president since the two-party system began to gain congressional seats in the middle of his second term. Americans disliked Clinton's amorous adventures, but they hated the idea of impeachment and still do. If Democrats campaign for Congress promising turmoil, scandal-mongering, and gridlock, they will lose and deserve to lose. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Sell your home fast and for more money. That's exactly what Christy Moore of Local Expert Realty did for some happy clients in Arlington. Don, we met this couple who had their house on the market for 272 days with another agent, and it didn't sell in one of the hottest areas of Arlington. They followed all of our advice and our plan to a T, and the home was ready to put on the market in three weeks. We sold it in six days for $6,000 more than the previous list price where it failed to sell. Many sellers think anyone can sell a house in this market, and the reality is that over 40% of homes that went on the market didn't sell last year. On average, over the last 12 years, 95% of our listings have sold, and we normally beat the market by over $26,000. If you want to make sure your home sells and doesn't sit, call Christy Moore of Local Expert Realty because she will sell your home in 58 days or she'll buy it. Call 866-404-5858. 866-404-5858. Certain conditions or exceptions may apply. Did your financial advisor lose 30% or more of your life savings during the last market crash? Are you afraid it could happen again? I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder of Tradeway. Tradeway specializes in teaching you how to cut out the middleman and take control of your money. At our first event, Step 1, Start Your Journey, you'll learn how business principles from the Bible, combined with our powerful skill sets for stock trading, can give you the ability to make informed financial decisions for your family. Having control can give you peace of mind even in an uncertain market because nobody cares as much about your hard-earned money as you do. Tradeway, you'll learn to reach your biggest goals by taking small steps. Coming to the Renaissance Arlington, June 1st and 2nd, only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723, or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. 105.5 105.1 FM, WAVA. Of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And what a privilege it is to serve you. And I want to thank each and every one of you when you give and bless us here in the Real Talk studio. It's 
open phone in Friday. And let me just thank uh, those who have uh, served and supported uh, the ministry, including Daryl Musgrove and Benita Lucas. Those are our uh, newest, latest uh, monthly givers. So thanks a lot for that. If you want to give or think more about how you might be able to serve, uh, just go to EmbraceGracism.com or go to Andersonspeaks.com. Either way, you can serve and help us continue to build bridges of reconciliation right here. We had a caller didn't want to be on the air. I think I got most of what she wanted. She asked the question, <clears throat> am I uh, not honoring my my mother, uh, you know, father and mother, the scripture says, am I not honoring her by not taking care of her? Well, you know, that is a loaded question, isn't it? Come to find out that this mother has not been, the, been in the life of the biological daughter all of her life, and she just met her, and so the biological mother shows up, but she is ill and needs help. And so I think that uh, that biological mom who's not been there to raise you is now showing up and wants you to now serve her. Well, you know what? You can serve, but it doesn't mean you have to take care of of her. And so it depends on what you're able to do, what you and your husband are able to agree on. And if it's healthy to help her, help her. If it's not healthy to help her or if she's not willing to help herself, which is a part of what it sounds like to me, uh, then you know what? Let her move on. She hadn't been there all your life. And so help be a uh, bridge to her future, whether it's uh, uh, other family members or whether it's uh, other uh, medical attention. But you and your family have to agree on how you're going to serve her. And uh, just taking care of her at her whim by her rules is not something that you uh, need to do. That is my two cents on it. Take that advice and do with it what you will. Hey, listen, guess what? We have a special Saturday edition of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson every Saturday night at 7 p.m. Make sure you tune in uh, tomorrow night at 7 p.m. It's a 30-minute show. You get some of the best highlights of the show throughout, throughout the week, as well as interviews and other things that we throw in there. So why don't you check us out, our special weekend edition of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Saturday night. If you don't have a church to go to, visit me. I'm going to be preaching uh, at Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland. It's the church I started over 25 years ago. If you're just looking for a place to hang out, regardless of your color, class, or culture, you're going to love Bridgeway. Over 52 different nations of people represent it. 100 countries watch us online. And when you walk in, it's like you walked into the United Nations, but we are united uh, because we are a holy nation under the Lord Jesus. Hey, let's pray together. Dear Lord, we thank you so much for how you take care of us. We thank you for how you call us. We thank you for how you cleanse us. And Lord, we thank you for how you send us. Would you be so kind to be with every one of my listeners now under the sound of my voice? In the name of Jesus, we pray. Together, everyone said, Amen and Amen. Father, help your children and don't let them fall by the side of the road. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.